So just last night at eleven, Stacy emailed me the podcast art. Cool. And I have not I have not looked at it yet. So I wanted I wanted oh. to see it together. So that's why that's why I'm doing here. So let's see what we got here. I love how she kept the hat. That is yeah, I know. brilliant. <laughs> oh man, that is so sad. Everything about that is so sad. <laughs> <laughs> you look <laughs> It's just well, we can tell her if we want any edits. Um, she goes. Sometimes you I stare like at an it. image so much you can't tell if it's normal or not. I like the font <laughs> like that too. I do I too. I like the two colors. <laughs> it looks really great. <laughs> we look like such assholes. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the first fully official episode of Coldplay R Us. Yeah. Already this has become the second episode um, because we decided <laughs> to roll out a Coldplay podcast right as Coldplay decided to start a new album rollout. Right. Um, but this is the first official album-based episode uh, of Coldplay R Us. first normal episode. Yeah, the first, this will be what it's actually like moving forward. Um, we, you know, if you've listened, this is the second iteration you know, of our podcast. Until next week when a new single comes out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then we go back. Or they just um, disregard what we said. But <laughs> if you, you know, this is the second iteration of our podcast. The first was called Bare Naked Ladies Are Us, where we covered um, the band Bare Naked Ladies. And one thing we were always really bad at in that series was sharing our names and doing intros at the beginning of the episode. But it's very important this time because this yep. is the first and there are new people hopefully listening. So my name is JD uh, Waldvogel, but just JD. Um, and my my best friend co-host here is Nick Dulac. Um, just Nick. Nick Dulac. Look him up on all the social media. Find those yep. accounts from 10 I'm years on ago. All the things. Um, <laughs> by all the things, I mean none of the things. Um, so have fun looking. No, I am um, on most of the things. You just it's don't just use like them. I sent you a, a dummy Instagram account, DM. basically. Yeah. yeah, I sent you an Instagram DM that you responded like a month later. You're like, oh, I just saw this. I'm like, yeah, yeah this is old news now. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I recently realized I had an Instagram because someone at work was like, hey, work just tagged you in a post. And I was like, how? I don't have an Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> There's now more tagged photos of you on Instagram. Yeah. Than there are yeah, yeah. Well, oh, for we'll sure. Get... So um, like we said, we, you know, higher power is out. We already did a little quick episode mm -hmm. on that and we decided there to kind of go deeper into why Coldplay, why this, you know, and stuff. If you missed that episode, just a very brief recap. Like, like I mentioned a couple seconds yep. ago, um, we did a, a series called Bare Naked Ladies Are Us, which was um, and a series where Nick and I went through the, the discography of the Canadian rock band, Bare Naked Ladies. Um, if you don't know them, you probably hear it's band. That's yeah. what here. Good, good old it's band. Here it's band. One week. That's what you probably know from them. Yeah. Um, and know, then we decided, you know, <laughs> we wanted to do more music after this because we, yeah. you know, it, for, at first it was an excuse for us just to talk about music. And then people, some people listened. Um, my mom listened to every episode, um, but there were also a few hundred other people, which is cool. Didn't. <laughs> we decided like seven or eight years from now she'll catch up um, <laughs> but uh the next we decided what do we want to do next and what we had right. kind of talked about was well yeah bnl you know, was a band that we both yes yeah are very very fond of yes like, yeah high high up in our like favorite bands and yeah so after that we decided to do something a, a little flip on that right which is this is your big band yes yes and some that I'm I'm very aware of. I'm a fan of a lot of their stuff. Yeah, but not yeah. nearly to the level to the level. Like I, for me, and I actually just did uh, this past 
uh, week actually I, I redid my top 20 bands of all time just for fun mm-hmm. um coldplay is sits in the top three, three. they're above bnl by two or three by like one wow. or two spots i think so like i am where for for bnl where we were i'm even yeah. more into coldplay there and you're kind of on the other end of that where you right. really like them but you're not like you don't know every single weird little thing you you right. know th- and i i've fallen uh, off of the last couple albums a bit I which I'm really excited in high school. So I, I'm excited yeah. to get into that where I'm yeah. not as familiar, um, uh, you know, and in, in months and months and months when that happens, <laughs> <laughs> whenever we end up getting to everyday life and then probably music of the sphere- spheres. Um, I have been in Coldplay is the first band I ever fell in love with. I, you know, we, I, I know we talked about this already. So I was raised on a lot of just, you know, kind of Christian music and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then um, Coldplay was the first band that I, I remember um, when I wanted to go see them on the Viva tour, I was 14 ish at the time uh 14 14 or 15 and i remember making signs and marching around my living room telling my parents i want like and i one of my siblings did it like they weren't even going like maddie or caleb they made a sign too and we marched around our coffee table like let's see coldplay or something like that um protesting we want when do we want it (laughs) now what do we want november 3rd (laughs) and so um so yeah so they i've been a, a coldplay fan for 13 years now um, they are one of the most important bands in my life, and I uh, have a very uh, undying love for them. So it was just the idea that we get to talk about them. And, you know, kind of as we go into the music here in a few minutes, listening to Higher Power and then going to Parachutes is just insane. Bit, bit of a stark. Uh... It's it's such a contrast, yeah. and it's so cool because there's so much you can see that is similar between yeah. that music, but, like, it's just so much different, and it's so cool to – I'm excited to just, again – track that um that evolution you know yeah yeah so i am too it's they've done it seems like they've done a lot yeah of different styles and tried a bunch of things you know one of the reasons i love this band so much is um the community the the fans of this band cold players cold playing uh i it's it is so cool i was logging into coldplaying.com which is a huge fan forum and i realized i was trying to see if i could find when i started my account and i started my account back in 2009 and I was like, holy Dang. crap, it's been that long. And I remember doing Secret Santas. I remember doing the left, right, left, right, left, which we'll talk about down the road. CD exchange. I remember, like, I just, it's been such a part of my life for so long. I got my first Coldplay tattoo oh, finally. That sounds pretty cool. A couple of years ago. Um, and I remember specifically when we very first started talking about doing Coldplay next, mm-hmm. I was on the Coldplay subreddit thinking about parachutes. Well, when we had talked about it, I, I had said in my head, I know my least favorite song on this album. Like I know instantly what that's going to be. Yeah. And then like literally within a week, I was on the subreddit and someone was saying, this song is the most underrated song on, on parachutes. It's so good. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be contentious. So I love the community. It I is. love it. Yeah. And, the know, old it was spider the same in with, my room. We, <laughs> spider in my room. <laughs> BN, yeah. We had that with um, uh, a song that we both disliked pretty heavily on a bare naked ladies album. And then someone on Reddit was like, that's one of their best songs. And we're like, how is it possible? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm excited to do that with Coldplay. You know, I think one of the things I loved about our BNLR us is that we can't, we came at everything from such a positive angle. Like we're critical. Mm. There yeah. are songs that we dislike or like a little bit less, but like, not like this band sucks. It's just, we get, we, we just love music. Yeah. Even <laughs> if we, we don't Coldplay. like it, we still try and find something positive about it a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With a couple exceptions, always, but right. But you know, so just as you a know, quick overview of how these <laughs> episodes are going to go, we'll do a little history on the album today. We'll yep. do a little history on the band too. We'll go through the album track by track. Yep. Um, Coldplay is a little bit different. Uh, Bare Naked Ladies. 
there. Yeah, every song yeah, is going so to be compared to Barefoot Ladies. To Gordon. Yep, and um, we'll go and track then, by track. Yep. And then because there's more tracks on Gordon, we'll just circle back around. Yeah, <laughs> and it's an automatic win for track. B&L. So. <laughs> um, and then at the end, we'll do what we call our major and our minus, um, which is going to be we try to guess each based off of our conversation. It's a fun little game so for us that probably yeah. not anybody else. <laughs> it's fun for us. Not fun for you. <laughs> our favorite and least favorite tracks on the album. Yep. Um, and then we'll do what we're calling uh, for this series, our rainy day Rex which is where Nick and I recommend something, a podcast, book, movie, show, game, whatever, um, outside yeah, of something. Coldplay something that we've that enjoyed we like. recently. Yeah. Um, so, but before we get into parachutes, let's do some history. Let's do a little bit of history. So yeah. um, any true Coldplay fan knows there are five members of this band. Yeah. Like straight up there. You can't argue about that. And Nick, knowing that you don't know as much, I just wanted to kind of fill you in on yeah. those band members. There's some, so, there's some dude named, there's some guy. Um, yep. Well, his actually, no, his name is Man Barry Guy. So okay. uh, people get that mixed up. His name is Man Barry Guy. He plays bass for the band. Um, you've got the lead singer, Christopher Robin. Uh, he plays guitar and piano, but he yep. does the lead singing as well. Um, you've got Lindsey Buckingham on guitar. Uh, after Fleetwood Mac, he decided to join Coldplay. I know that's what I thought too, and it, it does bring an interesting flair. Uh, and then the multi instrumentalist yeah, and drummer. Know well, I know, and that's the thing like, people say they like Coldplay, mm-hmm. but they don't even know that Lindsey Buckingham is the guitarist of the band. Um, and then you've got the drummer, um, We Are the Champions. Uh, he actually doesn't just play drums, he plays guitar and everything. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. again, weirdly enough, you've got a music this- family. he knows the queen somehow and then um the fifth member of the band their creative director former manager steve harvey Mm -hmm. um of the steve harvey show and family feud and stuff like that yeah yeah it is weird background that's cool you know when you look at the band photos it's a very eclectic mix um oh yeah just look at our cover those are some strange people Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, you, of course, Chris, Guy, Will, Johnny, and Phil, um, who we will refer to however we want to mm-hmm. as the uh, album goes on. Um, one of my wife's favorite fun facts of the band, um, you know, and, and we talked about this right before we started. We're going to do a very, very brief history and talk about the albums, but this is for us. This is about the music. This is yeah. about the tunes, you know. Um, so one of my wife's favorite points of the band is that their former band names, the first name they ever had was Pectorals with a Z. Um, which was when, when uh, Chris and Johnny kind of started <laughs> the band. Yeah, in college at, um, yeah. I think it's UCL, right? University of College London, is, I believe, where it started. Yep. And then um, the, next, the next band name they went, they're like, you know, pectorals is a little weird. Let's do Starfish. That makes way more sense. Oh, yeah. Um, and then um, after the, Starfish. Moving in the right direction here. You're right. Exactly. It wasn't Not quite there yet. Uh, it just wasn't step, quite far enough. <laughs> and then, of course, as you know, as they got Guy into the band and then Will into the band, uh, Colt plays where they Phil. settled on. Um, yeah, and Phil, Phil, he had, they brought him on as manager pretty quick. Yeah. And um, and then eventually he was like, you know, I'm not going to do this manager crap anymore. Um, yeah. I like how then, there's a whole pair of the three paragraphs in the history in Wiki. Uh-huh. One is about how they tried to recruit this guy and it, he they decided not. Like yeah, Tim Rice like, Oxley. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, who, <laughs> and then like he was a third like, of the th- stuff is like, yeah, they like this guy and tried to get him, but he said no. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why? Okay, why did you spend simple, so much time yeah. talking about that? <laughs> <laughs> Please. And the, yeah, I, I love the line. The, uh, days after this event would shape the second lineup of Keen and keep Coldplay's unaltered, thus yeah. leaving both bands as quartets. Um, one of the things that we've, we've discussed doing down the road is um, 
either doing a commentary watch through or just a, an episode on the Head Full of Dreams documentary. Um, I think we'll at least both watch it, maybe do a mini ep on it because I love that documentary. It's so cool. There's so many juxtapositions of them in college, like this literal VHS footage transitioning to like freaking him for the weekend or Viva on these giant stages. And it just it, it gives you shivers thinking about it. Um, oh, nice. So, I, I see uh, what you did there. Oh, I'm oh, come on. I am. A, I'm a dad. Sure. But I, <laughs> <laughs> um, so the last thing we want to say before we get in and is mm-hmm. um, we know that there was music that came out before parachutes. Yeah. The brothers and sisters EP, the safety yeah. EP. We know we're that. aware of it. Yeah. So just before you say anything, we get it. We yep. know. Um, but uh, studio our plan, albums. <clears throat> we're doing studio albums and then we're going to do an episode at the end of the studio albums where we have bits and B-sides or however we want to call it, um, where we kind of there's so many B-sides from Coldplay that we've got a little list we've compiled yep. throughout history where we will cover these songs. So um, we, we kind of back to 1402. <laughs> we kind of muddled that last time with bare naked ladies where we started covering some b-sides yeah. and then bonus tracks and then decided no well then maybe we won't but this time so we're we on got it. it you should yeah. see nick's spreadsheets on this freaking on this podcast it's <laughs> insane um so uh, i don't know if it's insane <laughs> insane in a good way yeah, yeah yeah that's fair um Off so the way, membrane what we're going to do this time is bonus tracks on albums like a direct bonus track on an album we're going to cover yep on that album episode but b-sides or things from certain eps where yep. uh there are going to be two specific eps at least that and get very, their own episode. very distinct bonus tracks album bonus tracks we will do for those yep. albums everything else we're going to kind of compile towards the end so yep. we just want to make it and then prospects march will get its own ep uh sorry we'll get its own episode um or ep yeah. or ep and then um, Kaleidoscope EP may as well, depending on how, how we feel when we get there. Um, could also... We'll see how we're up, feeling. So. We'll see how we're feeling. Yeah. Um, but for now, we're going to focus now, on parachutes. parachutes. I think um, one of my favorite moments of research for this... Yes. As I was Googling this morning, you know, just last mm-hmm. minute research, and I just Googled mm-hmm. Coldplay mm-hmm. to get some history. Top thing on uh, or Google, people also ask, why is Coldplay so popular? <laughs> yeah i have i have battled that my entire life um right when we right when i got into it, it was right around the time that film the 40 year old virgin came out i like mm-hmm. that i called that a film not a movie um when 40 year old virgin came out and there's one of those lines you know how i know you're gay because you like Coldplay. um and also they're just so popular that you love or yeah. hate them there's been a lot right. of hate and i i will say there have been multiple um <laughs> honestly multiple ex-girlfriends or people that i've known from middle school high school college that tell me they can't listen to Coldplay without thinking about me even though they <laughs> dumped me and i'm like i'm sorry like that's how you know like it's i love the band you know so um i yeah yep. i <laughs> i but i've gotten that a lot is why is Coldplay so popular and i see those posts on on subreddit all the time of like why do people hate Coldplay so much i don't get why that you know stuff like that wow. According um, to Google, it's they're famous because they've changed with time. So it's as simple oh, as that. Oh, that's fair. That's yeah. yeah, that'll do it. I mean, I don't that's know why more bands don't do that because it's apparently <laughs> that easy. The time. But every time you hear an artist say, "You know, we're going back to our roots," you just go, "Oh, great! This is not going to end well for them." <laughs> just got lost the time. <laughs> so yeah, so we're we are talking um, "Parachutes," the band's first full-length album, uh, released in July of the year of our Lord, two thousand. Um, the other thing I want to say quick is that it is crazy to me l- watching um, 
people on the subreddit. Cause I remember I, like I said, I, I became a fan right before Viva La Vida came out. And yeah. I remember people on Twitter and Coldplay talking about all these new fans only like Coldplay now because of Viva La Vida. And now like I'm an old fan. <laughs> like I've been a fan for 13 all years. All these people just like Coldplay because of higher <laughs> uh, power. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, uh, Parachutes was huge. For, I mean, again, you, you think about this Blew being up. their first album, you know, as a band. Nine right. times platinum already. Twenty. Yeah, what they had, they had an EP and a single out before that. Yeah, yeah. They had the Blue Room EP and I think Brothers and Sisters. So maybe two short three to four track EPs. Uh, Blue yeah. Room has five. Um, safety maybe. Safety EP. Yeah, yeah. So, so they've been doing it a little bit. They had some stuff out there, but I mean, yeah. they're also one of those last. I always kind of think they're one of. They were part of that era where you could play shows. Mm-hmm. And someone, the right person would show up and you would blow up, you know, like right. they, they played the right shows. They played enough. They worked their butts off. And then they got to a point where the right people saw them, wanted to sign them. And they've been with Parlophone since this first album. I mean, think about that catch for Parlophone. They're like, oh, we'll sign this cool little band from in, in England right now. Right. And then all of a sudden <laughs> they got like one of the most successful bands in the world. Um, so it was produced by uh, Coldplay. Uh, and then Chris Allison and Ken Nelson, um, who's worked with the band yep. um, on a few albums, uh, not so much the newer stuff, but the first two or three albums. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's it's musically just so crazy to listen to this album compared to their newer stuff, which I know I said already. Right. Um, that's but, one uh, of the cool things that they do. Um, that's maybe a little going back to history a little bit, but mm-hmm. like they're inspired by like R.E.M. and U2 that it's all yes, like, absolutely all the credit is shared and all of yes four guys you know, all 25 percent or five yeah that yep i think that's pretty cool and bands do that it I sounds agree. like it's I it agree. sounds like it's probably very healthy for like yeah taking, taking credit and, for whatever you know it's written, you know but it's been weird over the past maybe five or six years where it feels like chris has become he's really become a celebrity and that's mm-hmm. always i mean since he was dating gwyneth that was a thing right like he was right. a celebrity but like i feel like within the band they don't see it as that they definitely see chris as the front man because they you know there's interviews where they talk about that you know but the within the man. band it's a form it's a form piece right. like they are a band um and uh yeah and i think they all offer so much um into it so um yeah i mean i i mean anything you want to add before we get into it do you want to any any um uh, big picture thoughts on it before we kind of go track by track. Uh, I don't. I think it's 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 definitely a stark departure from Bare Naked Ladies. Obviously, yes, yeah. It is, you have to kind of do a reset, yeah. <laughs> but one thing I liked that going through this is you know we talked a lot of with BNL and sorry for the people that are not Bare Naked Lady fans, but they don't have through lines to almost any of their albums. Yes, and it this, always feels like a collection. This of songs. is a very like. I like it when bands do that and this yeah. definitely fits that where all yes all of these feel like they fit a theme and mm-hmm. a sound and they go together yes. very well. Yeah. And so that was fun going. I agree. And I feel and like that. that's one of I I think when we were talking about BNL I always was kind of in my head comparing it to Coldplay cuz Coldplay go a step further. It's not even just the album has a theme. It's kind of known as like the era Right. right. Like there was the Viva era. There was the um, the ghost stories era. 
the band changes their outfits, their stage setups, like everything yeah. around an album. And and I feel like that really started around, I think they started coordinating their wardrobes maybe around Russia Blood. <laughs> they have the 2003 uh, live DVD. Where but I mean, kind even of that, around then, that's the second album. Well, right. That's pretty that's early point, on. <laughs> like, really, when, you, when you go to like um, Viva is when I can really think, I mean, X and Y maybe, Viva was like a definitive era. Like there was a yeah. theme, there was an art, like everything. Yeah, X and Y had it too, but I don't think it was as defined. Um, but even going back to parachutes, like you said, the music has that through line. It, they right. all feel the same. They all talk about generally similar topics. And I'm a big fan of that. I think Coldplay are very much a band, even with Head Full of Dreams a little bit, where it's kind of like the singles are great, but they are a piece of the puzzle, right? right. Like well, you got to listen to these albums as a whole and you really get something beautiful out of it. Yeah. And I don't think with BNL, um, you that's as much of a thing. I think there's a couple albums where it feels like that, but a lot of it is like this album's great, but this song does stand on its own too. Right. You, you know, without that context. So and uh, yeah, obviously a lot of these songs stand on their own too. Oh, hundred percent. It is almost always cooler or like you get more context. Yes. With the whole I agree. Yeah. I agree. And thing. hey, you know what? Another thing I love about this band, um, I want you to just kid and they take a look at music. parachutes. They do good music. Yeah. That's a huge part of it. 11 songs on this album, oh 10, 10 and a half songs on this album. <laughs> one, well, one even bit. then, like, kind of. Right, right. 10 songs. You got a 45 seconder. Right, yeah. Um, we one, one bit that was recurring, what, one pet peeve I have is when an album is overstuffed. I think yeah. Cold, Coldplay does a great job of, like, here are our 10 tracks. Here are, you know, even where there are 14 or something, there's Until three the or four album. that are yeah which is a double album technically okay. um but uh they there's not a lot of filler and I, one thing i always joked about with bnl is that every song every album was like 13 to like 16 tracks and it's just like there were two or three albums where i'm like if you cut these four songs you've got a perfect album but with these four here it's just mudding the waters but um that's true if uh, you cut four songs from this it's a perfect album it, <laughs> no, <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> You get four songs for this. It's an EP, basically. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so, uh, well, let's dive into it then. Let's start. Um, so, you're going to hear a snippet of the song, and we're going to talk about it pretty straightforward. Um, and we'll start. Yeah. I think we should start with the opening track. Um, I think that's smart. Uh, yeah. Then, yeah, don't panic. This place is we've grown. All of us are done Chris has such a distinct voice, man. Like it sure it's, does. it's so powerful. It's so good. Like it's, it's classically good, but it is still very distinct. Like, you know who you're hearing when you hear it, you know? Yeah. It's, I don't know. I really like it. I it's, it's hard to describe what's unique about it. Yeah. It, it, like, yeah. For, for those of you yeah. who are joining us for the first time, the, <laughs> the musical side of this is where like the, the technical musical side is right. where I'm not as knowledgeable. So I'll struggle to, <laughs> to come up with the right terminology and everything, but yeah, it's, it's great. He's really, really good. Yeah. You got Johnny singing that second verse with him, which it's so funny to me that Johnny like directly sings a sec a verse with Chris on the song, mm -hmm. the first song in the first album, and then never does for the rest of their career. <laughs> like, like, well, I'll sell up a little bit, and then there's nothing. Hey, we're gonna set the, the tone for yeah. nothing really. <laughs> um, no, I, 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 
absolutely adore this song. And I swear, I know that we're starting off by saying that it's not going to be like that with every song. I promise. I think don't panic. We'll is see. just, it's beautiful. It's, um, I think it's a perfect opener and it sets the tone. Yes, really. really it does. Well. It is. It, it's very melancholic. Um, yeah. and I think it's these first four tracks specifically, it's interesting because you go or first five, I should say, yeah, don't panic. Then you go into shiver, which gets more upbeat. Then you got yep. spies and sparks. And then you go into yellow, which is the upbeat. Three S's. And <laughs> shiver spy sparks. Yeah. And then the rest of the album does feel a bit more melancholic. Um, which is just interesting that they kind of tracked it like that, that they, they listed it that, that way. But I do agree that these, I mean, even going to those opening guitar strums, um, it's a beautiful start to the album. Um, production wise, Parachutes is interesting to me because sometimes it feels a little dated to me, but other okay. times it feels perfect. Like not dated in like a nineties BNL sort of like here it's man. And like the wow, wow, wow. Like I'm good. Like, you know, um, some of you two stuff from the nineties, you listen to that and you go, yeah, that's from the nineties. Um, but like something about the production on a few of these songs just feels very early two thousands to me. Um, not in a bad way. It just feels like you can place it there. Um, I wonder, so that that's kind of what I'm talking about. That's where I'm like, I never pick up on production. Well, I I I read, I, I read something that like, Chris and apparently the band said that they mm-hmm. don't like this album or they're not as big fans oh, yeah? of it. But apparently the quote is, we know that that's terrible music and we always try and think about what we can do next, <laughs> which is that's interesting. It's yeah. That was very surprising yeah. to me because it's, yeah. it's done so well, like commercially, yeah. all, mm-hmm. all of it, you know, it's really well regarded. I, and I th- so it's I interesting. Think it's to one see of those things where, you look back on what yeah i think it's like you look back on what you could have done you know like you you look back on yourself as a band even an album or two later and you kind of go i should have i should have done this differently we should have recorded this differently well that's why i brought it up because you just said the production feels dated to you yeah yeah true if they feel the same yeah and then you also wonder you know what they would have done differently um I, one of uh, one of REM's album. I'm a huge REM fan, and uh, Monster, uh, one of their albums, just uh, a couple of years ago, got re-released for like the 25th anniversary, and yep. they actually remixed the entire album. Not like a remix, but like no, they remastered, so cool remixed it, and it's it is so because you know sometimes a remaster comes out and you're like, oh, it's a little higher quality, but they like complete like they had the producers take apart the songs and yeah. with all of the stems and stuff re put it together. And it's the same songs, but some songs sound so much different and frankly better, in my opinion, with the production. So I'd be, I would yeah, like love the, the, to. T for the Tillerman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, not, not to that extreme necessarily. Yeah, that, that, that went pretty far. Yeah, that would, but that would be really cool to hear Coldplay kind of yeah. almost like Taylor Swift is doing now that she's got the rights back, like re recording her early yeah. music. Um, I'd love to hear Coldplay re record Parachutes just for fun. Yeah, um, that'd be but, very cool. Uh, but anyway, so for Don't Panic specifically, I adore this song. I just love this chorus of we live in a beautiful world. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. And even with it sounds so strained, like it sounds like you're in that depression, you're in that hard place and you're trying yeah. to remind yourself that, you know, like, hey, um, it's going to be all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I, I, I adore the song. It's, it was on the Garden State soundtrack as well. I love Gar- I loved Garden State. It's one of my favorite movies. Um I haven't seen that. I know the meme, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, it's it, <laughs> yeah. It's one of those movies where, like, when I watched it, like nineteen, eighteen, it was like world changing. And I feel like if I watched it now at at twenty six, it might be a little bit kind of cringy. Yeah. Um. 
but um, oh we're american by the way i don't know if you could tell that i don't know if that matters yeah. we're americans um but i two, still it, two midwest kids <laughs> two, two midwest white guys from from the, from america yeah. um but i i think yeah and it, it, garden states holds such a place in my heart that it's kind of like you know um yeah e- even even if i've grown out of that which i don't even maybe i haven't um it still still means a no. lot. So that was one the, of my favorite gifts for the longest time, is when he like puts the headphones. <laughs> yeah, on the headphones on her. Yeah, and it just puts a ridiculous song on. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. Uh, um, so should so you want to move on then? Yeah, let's keep going. Let's go, let's move on. I mean, it's gonna be hard when you open a track, an album with a track this good. It's gonna be hard to beat it. Um, but let's yeah. move on. Let's go to Shiver. So lead oh, single, right? Yeah. Yep. The first one, they're like, we're coming out with a bang here. Take a listen to this and, song. Yeah, I feel like you can understand why this was the lead. This yeah, is... I totally do. I, I, this and Yellow are obviously uh, standouts in terms of right. the the brightness of the songs on the album. Um, this for the longest time was my my wake up alarm, like when my my phone would play this song to wake me up each morning, and so it just it. It just brings me back to waking up. Like whenever I hear it, because it would start with, a, "Do you want?" No, it was a "Do you want me to change?" Because I'd change for good. That that's the okay. part that I would um wake up to, and I'm like, "Oh, great!" Like I'm awake now. But, <laughs> um, I love you know. It is interesting when we go to yellow. I love yellow. I love it, but I also love shiver, and yeah, I Shiver's I feel. Great. I, I don't think there's much of a difference quality wise in those two songs. Like I think shiver is just as good as yellow. Um, I see why people gravitated toward yellow more, but right. like I, if I ever saw a Coldplay show again, um, I would love to hear yellow or shiver. It'd we should do so that cool by the way on the though. next tour. Cause I've never seen Coldplay? them and now we're doing oh, a podcast yeah. on them. So I feel now like, we could, yeah, I, 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 I saw them. Up. I've seen so. them on Viva, um, Viva MX. And then I saw them uh, for head full of dreams in Chicago a couple of years ago. Um, and even, you know, we had my wife, my, my wife's name is Jeanette. I want to get that because we'll absolutely be talking about Jeanette at certain points. Yeah. Um, she was not a Bare Naked Ladies fan. She still isn't, but she did enjoy seeing them live. Um, Coldplay, she enjoys more than Bare Naked Ladies. But when we saw them in Chicago for Head Full of Dreams, she said she goes, that was one of the best shows that I've ever been to um, wow. because it's just it is such an experience. One of my favorite concert moments of all time, and we'll get there when we get to the, to Milo Zylado, was yeah. that's when they brought the Zylo bands out, which were those glowing bracelets yeah. that go to the tune. And tell me about that, dude. There again, I'm getting shivers thinking about it. The moment the lights go down and MX starts, and all these bracelets light up, and all you, it's just so unifying, and like it's the coolest stuff, man. Yeah, it's um, not, it sounds like they always do that cool little like, you mm-hmm. know, a bunch of bands do stadium tours. Yeah, yeah. But not everyone goes that like tries to do something to involve yeah. everyone in the audience. Exactly. In such a like everyone's a lot of people that have those shows, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, pff, that's so many yeah. people. That's ridiculous. But yeah. Coldplay seems like they want to do that extra and, like. And, you know, make it we'll talk about experience. this when we get to those albums. But like one thing that people do accuse Coldplay of certain fans do uh, the outside world does is selling out. Right. Becoming more generic, becoming more pop. And I don't really buy into that. Uh, for a couple of reasons. Yeah. One, I do think you can't that listen they to change. haters. I don't listen to haters, nah, man. I don't listen to no haters. Uh, yeah. I they, they hate they, us because they ain't us. 
<laughs> yeah, you look at one of the biggest bands in the world, of course you're going to find reasons to to explain away their success. Um, right. One is that I do think they change with the times, and I think they also do what they want to do. Like, I think Chris has, and you can say for better or for worse, really got into this pop world. Like, he'd be, they were kind of a rock band, and now they're kind of a pop rock band right. because Chris likes that music. Um, and so he wants to make that music. But I also think, and maybe this is just me buying into the celebrities, Chris and Coldplay as a whole, they are truly, truly about unity and peace and love. And yeah. they want to make the world a better place. And I just think you can't fault them for that. Like, I, it, it is such a no. pure thing to me, um, how much they care about their fame. I, you, you go back and watch their Super Bowl performance with the, the, the big love banner that they make and just all the, it's just about, making the world better and brighter and right. that to me is like you can't you can't knock that man well you can try you can try but you can't come up as a jerk <laughs> um so anyway shiver um beautiful song yeah um, i, I feel like a lot. surface level it's almost sweet until you really think about it and pay more attention oh yeah it's kind reacts. of like it's like um uh, i've been i'll be watching you yeah um it's like the the brandon flowers of the killer song um uh, lonely town like it's sweet yeah. and then you go okay that's a bit like it's a bit like, it's oh. a bit um it's a bit much it's a bit intense yeah yeah um yeah but uh i just that chorus though again you can't cold plays melodies they're just so hard to beat um but uh i yeah from the moment i awake till the moment i sleep i'll be there by your side and this just is the you one try just you try to stop me <laughs> yeah um and i i absolutely love the bridge into that don't final chorus. you shiver <laughs> don't you dare <laughs> don't you shiver don't do it hey look at me don't shiver yeah um but i know i love that explosion into that final chorus and i love how it kind of yep. the outro goes back to that first verse a little bit so no i think shiver is a really great song and whenever they pull it out it's really cool um keep going then yeah Let's let's go on to spice. Spice came out of the water. But you're feeling so bad because you know that the spice hide out in every corner. But she can't touch that. That's another good one. Yeah. I think the I really like the ambient like background effects and all of that mm -hmm. in this song. I feel like mm -hmm. that fits it really well and yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. This one doesn't do it for me as much as I know it does for other people. Okay. Um it's never it's never fully vibed with me like and again we will always say this. One, we're not saying we could do better and two, I'm not saying it's oh, a bad song. I'm just never. saying when you compare it to the other ones, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, it's just sometimes it feels like it um in those ambient parts, like in those instrumental parts, it does feel like it wanders a little bit to me. Okay. Um, and I think one thing that Chris does a great job of it, with his lyrics is that whole kind of that line of like relatable, but specific, you know, like they're, they, they're not super specific, like an indie musician would be right, but they're specific enough where you can relate to them in some way. I think this whole spies metaphor is kind of not something he normally does where he uses a theme this abstract to talk about something sure um and i just think you know i, I what i get at it about it is paranoia right like your parent right. whether it's in a relationship Agreed. or you're just always something doesn't feel or right whether you think spies are after you yeah oh yeah or literal right you're Around actually being corner. chased by spies yeah. yeah um but you can't touch them no. you know because yeah um because they're all so, spies <laughs> uh, I, I don't think that metaphor works as well for me as some of their other stuff does. 
Um, no, so I, I, I don't feel like I get much lyrically. Like I'm like, oh, this song really like has a bunch of yeah. meaning to me. Sure, musically, sure. I really enjoy it. Yeah, I, I, I and like, I, I respect I that. Like the I, tone and I think yeah. most of the time musically this is not anything I would put on a playlist. This is not anything I would, I would never go out of my way to put spies on, but if I was listening to the album, I would obviously listen to the track. Um, yeah, right. Not bad. Just, it's not a standout, but it's not a skip. Exactly. Yeah. It's right in that middle ground of like, Oh yeah, sure. I'll I'll listen to spies. I think I do love when the drums come in. Like I do love that drumming. Um, and Johnny's guitar a bit too. So, yeah. So it sounds like, I think I might be a, a bit higher there than you, mm-hmm. but probably not by that. Yeah, but much. not by. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so let's, yeah, let's keep yeah. going then. Going to the third Sparks. S, Sparks. My heart is yours. See that I hold on to. That's what I do. Yeah, sparks. I think this is uh, I beautiful, yeah. really, really nice. See, like the comparing, you know, like this also has instrumental parts where it kind of wanders a little bit. Yeah. Um, but something about this just hits me better than it does with spies. Um, I just love that bass line. That boom, 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 boom. Bass is so good in this song. I love it. And I, I had this revelation with. Um, I remember it started with par- uh, Paradise, and then especially on Headful of Dreams, I think. Okay. Uh, guy really came into himself with the bass. Like I was like, oh man, they're really giving guy room to breathe here. But then I go back to this. I'm like, he's always been there. Like he's, it's never just been, you play the four chords. Like no. he's always had great bass lines. Yeah. There's um, a couple songs in here where the bass has really stood out. It's, oh, yeah. it, when the song is like this and it's that quieter, more acoustic, yeah. a little more ambient, it really gives it room to shine. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I love that for it. And I, and I think they, they've done a few songs like this in their more recent stuff, but I, I do love that the, the songs aren't overcrowded instrumentally. Like there is a lot, like you said, there's a lot of room to breathe. It's ambient at certain parts. It's just very um, kind of relaxed. And I think this song really benefits from that. Um, yeah. I think this is beautiful. Yeah. No, I, th- I, th- I think you're right. I would agree with that. I think it's similar. It's got a similar feeling to me to Spies, but it's mm-hmm. definitely a notch above for me. I, and I feel like, this song again is about a relationship. Um, this the sparks. Yeah. For the you saw in the beginning, trying to maybe recapture that, and again, kind of going back. So many of these songs are about a relationship, which is not rare for a band to sing about no. love, but they all fit together. Like I think you've got these themes of maybe depression or mental health of, de- of yeah, depression of yeah. anxiety of paranoia, um, maybe of taking the blame. For, you know, when we get to things like trouble. Um, but there's still so much love that goes through it. So it does feel yeah. like an, like a, whether it's a, a relationship. relationship or a stalker. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, the whole album's from the point of view of Chris as a stalker. I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so yeah. So any, any other thoughts on, on, on sparks? No, not really. It's pretty simple lyrically, but I, yeah, I think it works really well. It's, I agree. I agree. I think it's beautiful. It's pretty simple musically and yeah. All, yeah. But yeah. Still shines. Well, let's move on to one of their lesser-known tracks, yeah. if you don't mind. Um, yeah. 
Goodness gracious! Good stuff. Yeah, I. Is this I mean, a Stone Cold classic. This is the. This is you know. This I, is this probably is the so definition crazy. of a Stone Cold. This classic. is the definition <laughs> of a Stone Cold classic, and it's so crazy to me to you know like again, I always wonder with we, we talked about this with Bare Naked Ladies on one of their albums about like I'd love to see a list of songs that just came to them versus songs they worked really hard to complete and see where those rank yeah. in terms of their hits and stuff, um and kind of in that similar vein, you wonder. I mean, I so I'm sure we'll talk about this at some point. I have an EP of music out. I've recorded stuff in the studio, and even within my not. EP, well, you were in our band. We were in a band in high school together. You were yeah, our second, technically our, our third bassist. <laughs> as as we were dipping down, you're like, oh yeah, we need, <laughs> I'll play bass. Yeah, you dragged me in after I like I bought a bass a week before, and you're like. <laughs> Hey, I know a guy. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> After our bassist quit. Yeah. Um, uh, and one thing we never, I, I think I've told you, one thing we never told him was that we were going to fire him the same day he quit. Yeah. Like we brought him into a room at, at school and he told us that he wanted to leave the band. He didn't think it was right anymore. And my, my, my buddy Ben and I were just like, okay, yep. Because we were about to tell him we didn't want him in the band yeah. anymore. It's and so and, he, and at one point he goes, I thought you guys would take this a lot harder and we're like, no, we get it, man. We get it. <laughs> um, but I wonder when you're writing. So like with my AP, there's a song to me that stands out as like, this is my favorite song on it. This is the most fun to play, right. the most fun to sing. Um, I feel like when, when you're writing an album, you definitely have songs like that where you're like, this is going to be a blast. But I wonder if they knew how good this song was. And I, I just feel like you can't have known. A, obviously you can't yeah. know how successful they would have become and how big they would have become. But like, how much did they know that this song was going to change their lives? That like, this was the song, you know? I don't know. I feel um, like you always hear about bands talk about how like, Oh, we really thought this one was going to blow up, but it was mm-hmm. this other one instead. Yeah. Yeah. I so, agree. I, I feel, I feel like they had to, have I feel like, like they're, that. they have to feel differently about like, they obviously have to feel better about some stuff over other stuff on the For album. Sure. Right. For but, sure. Yeah. And, but, but like, it's just such a life-changing song i mean yeah. one of the things i love about i mean there's only so much you can say about a song that's been that's this big right, right. like there's it's beautiful it's amazing it's a great sing-along um i love the different live iterations of the song because they've been playing this for over 20 years now yeah you got to change it up a little bit and so when you just listen to these live albums whether it's mx live or the head full of dreams live or or whatever like they just change it up a little bit, a little bit faster here, maybe more acoustic intro, like, but it's always, it is always amazing live, you know? Um, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, you got to go see them. You got to go see it live. We got to do this. Um, oh yeah. We, it'll we'll be, do it. it'll be we'll in the it. books, you know, whenever, whenever the hell we're allowed to go see concerts. Yeah. Again. I feel like 20, I think at, next year, 2022. At a band of this scale in that seems crazy right now. I know it feels weird to Going think to about that. Right. Full on stadium. I know. Right. <laughs> Um, but but no, I I think Yellow yeah. is just it's an amazing song, um, I, you know of all of their top hits, it's not my favorite like of their bangers. But again, you never turn this song off. It's it's no. beautiful. Um, I, I I love it a lot. Yeah, I think this is where like the I love the I came came along. Mm-hmm. His voice really like the intonation of that is great. Yeah, I feel like that's where his voice really shines for me when yeah. it's that type of like rising or yeah yeah i love it yeah and there's something special there's something specific about him doing that where you just yeah. again that's that's when you hear oh that's chris martin 
Um, yeah. and, and I do love his falsetto too. I think he did, when he goes high, it's really great. Yeah. Um, and one thing I saw on Coldplay on the subreddit recently is people talking about how often or how rarely he goes low. Like the song Yes on Viva La Vida, we'll get to that. Oh, yeah. He sings in a low register the whole time. But he doesn't do that that much. And it's like, it's really cool when he does. But but I think it's because his falsetto it's is so, so good. On point. Yeah. 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 Um, but no, I, I love Yellow. I think it's yeah. a, a great the, song. The other it's thing great. I was thinking about too is for you, I'd bleed myself dry. Yeah, it's one That's of those lines, man. That's a pretty dark way to say, like, I'd, I'd take a yeah. bullet for you or whatever. Like, you know, I, <laughs> it's a pretty for, similar line, but it's like, yeah. whoa. It's also a... <laughs> one of, I think it's, I, I totally hear what you're saying. And it is like, if you said that to someone who didn't feel the same way about yeah. you, they'd be like, geez, can you not please? Right. But I, I also think it's a I mean, it works in the context line. of the song, but when you yeah, isolate yeah. it, you're just like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No one's asking you to do that. Maybe we just, yeah. Um, but I also think it does stand, it's very unique, you know? Um, yeah. and, and also, you know, that your skin and bones turning into something beautiful. Like that's also an interesting line too. Like, yeah, uh, what, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I just, I think it's such a beautiful song and, um, live. It's so good. Um, and yeah, I just, I, you know, it was the second single from the album. It was the one that really broke them. It's, I mean, it's huge. It's one of the songs, one of the few Coldplay songs that like, you know, it when you hear it, like you recognize it, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah. I, this, I think this is great. one of the, everyone knows this song. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's keep going then, man. Again, there's only so much you can say about a song that's so well known. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, that's the trouble with it. Yeah, it's so sad, but it's so good. Very, very kind of, I don't say it's a very dark song, but it's a very depressing kind of song. Um, yeah, I, I love is, it lyrically, totally. Yes. I, it's Lyr all great. Well, this is what I was saying earlier, you know, like the spies metaphor didn't really work for me as much, but like the spider this metaphor does. in this song is so good. I, yeah. I just, I think it works so powerfully. Um, no, I think this is a great song. Um, yeah. I liked learning a little anecdote about it being partially about, an apology from Chris to Will. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, like, they kicked him out of the out band, of the band. For the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if I that can... makes it awkward to play still. Yeah. Cause they <laughs> all know it's, they it's partially the about time. that. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever Chris plays that song, he looks over at Will and Will's just glaring at him the entire time. Like, yeah. Like, oh, good. I'm so glad to be constantly reminded that time that you kicked me out of this wildly successful band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It is interesting, you know, I was joking, obviously, earlier about Lindsey Buckingham mm -hmm. uh, and Johnny Buckland. Um, they, the, you know, th these guys and you 2 they're, they're bands that, like, this this is the band. Yeah. Like, if anybody ever left the band, like, even the Killers, you know, they they've they just recently are back to their original four-piece. There were a couple albums where their bassist and lead guitar player either weren't touring or weren't recording. And they okay. never fully kicked them out, but they never fully were in the band. Um and it's kind of like, okay, yeah, you know, Dave and Mark are such a big part of the killers. Um, but like the live shows without them were pretty awesome, you know, so you right. kind of didn't miss it as much as I would have expected to. But like Coldplay without Johnny isn't Coldplay. Coldplay without Will isn't Coldplay, you know, and and it's so it'd be just so weird to think about that now of like an announcement like, you know, Guy Berriman has left Coldplay and you're like, no, <laughs> And, and we'll be replaced by so-and-so, right? Like, right. it's just it's just not right. It's the band now going forward known as Starfish. 
<laughs> no, ju- guy breaks off to do Starfish. He just gets so fed up with the name Coldplay. He's like, "We're Star. I'm Starfish. I'm Starfish." So they break into Starfish and pectorals. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's the Coldplay universe now. It's like the DC universe. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I I like Trouble a lot. I um, I've seen both music videos. There's the the tidbit there. There's two, and then Chris didn't like one of them, and the label is like that's really dark. So they did another one. Yeah, apparently um, they said it was too dark for American audiences. So they which, like, <laughs> come on, yeah. give us some credit here. Yeah, I really like um, how it's. I feel like the whole thing throughout feels like a pretty damn genuine apology, and then mm-hmm, at the end, mm-hmm. it's almost flipped where it's like yeah. they spun a web for me, implying that like he was almost tricked or trapped. Well, this is one was, of the things he did. Yeah, yeah, and this might be putting my I own really personal... like that spin on it because th- this might be completely agreeing with you and it might be my own personal experience being brought in i think of this song a lot as like somebody apologizing for something that's not their fault like the relationship is kind of crumbling or there's a big argument and this person is the one that's always apologetic yeah and sure they probably have some blame but like it kind of goes back to you know i told you i had my ex-girlfriend with blame it on me how i always say i'll always apologize you can it's my fault i will you know i'll take the fall i'll take the fall this kind of feels like that too where i never meant to cause you trouble and then you kind of go to the end and it's like well maybe you weren't the one causing the trouble in the first place you know this might be it's a two-way street every relationship's a two-way street so i also like that reversal too like you said yeah um because i just i when i was listening to this song it was a lot of when there were issues in a relationship that i was taking the fall for when it wasn't my fault um So, yeah, I, I think the song is beautiful. Um, it's depressing. And it's also one of two, maybe you could say, like piano ballads on this album, which I feel yeah. like only increase as their albums go on. Um, so uh, it's interesting. But, yeah, I think it's a, it's a great song. It's a really good song. Yeah. Really, really good. So Keep going then. Keep going to Parachutes. In a haze, a stormy haze I'll be round, I'll be loving not as much to say on this one's a short song yeah i i think a lot of times these really quick songs are hard to do because Mm -hmm. i feel like this one really leaves me wanting more and i feel like that's almost the purpose of these things because a lot of times you don't feel like they add anything but when it's so short like that, it's either an interlude into the next thing or it's just like a really quick one-off that, I don't know. I'm but, eating a cookie. I'm very sorry. But so, it's, <laughs> god so, damn it. It's the whole this- thing of like, you, you want more, but you also know that it's well done now. So if it, they were to have expanded on it, would it have been a different product that is ultimately worse for it is the question. That's like me eating these cookies. Like I only had two of them, but I want more. But oh if I have God. more. Enough <laughs> about the fucking cookies. <laughs> we got this. There's this company called Universal Yums. You, you kept bringing it up, and I kept trying to blow past it. I know you did. So I kept saying We it. could easily edit and, it out. And, and every time you tried to blow past it, I'm internally going, I'm going back to them. Like, fuck you, Nick. I'm going back to the cookies. Damn it. I just had two of them. And I just saw there are 150 calories each. So in, in about 30 seconds, I devoured 300 calories of cookie. And I feel okay about it because they're just All so there. All on... 
Uh, I agree. I think I listen to this song <laughs> and I go, I want a longer oh, version wait. of this. Are you sure there's not more you want to talk about with the cookie? I mean, I think they're good. I was a little bit mad that this whole box right here only had five cookies. Like, I expected there to be a, a row of them, right? Like mm-hmm. you get with Oreos or something. Um, but there are only five. And for how much money we spent on them, I was a little disappointed. I also feel bad for Joe because I think so she had just it. ate 40% of the box. When I ate the other 60 yesterday. So, yeah, the box. Is, 30 seconds. She, she, <laughs> dude, if you get a box and there's four Oreos hey, in it. I'm not saying I would do it differently. <laughs> okay, good. Don't get on my case about eating cookies fast, all right? I'm, I'm, not I'm in no it. room to judge about eating junk food, but I'm not currently really, eating any on I, air. So we're talking about you with uh, uh parachutes. Yes. Yeah. I, like you said, I want more of this song and I think it's good that you don't get more of it, yeah. but it's such a beautiful guitar. lick. it's such a be- such beautiful lyrics. It's simple. Um, and yeah, I want more, but I know that if I had more, I wouldn't, you might not appreciate it as much. Right. Um, but I think it's really pretty. I, I do like it a lot. I think it fits well in the album. Um, like you said, it doesn't feel even for a song that's forty five seconds or whatever. It doesn't feel like a waste right. of time. I don't. No. I don't want to skip it. I want to listen to it every time. Um, yeah, yeah. So keep okay. going then. Yeah, cool. High speed. Um, hold on. I'm a big fan of adding flair like that, comma. I think it looks really cool, period. I live my life, Nick, all right? There Just you shut go the fuck full up. mom, not, not dad. <laughs> uh, as long as you don't do that in the grocery store. No, no, no. <laughs> Siri. <laughs> so I would say at least try a draft of it, comma. But worst case, you just don't do it, period. Siri. Siri. I think that's a great idea. Love. Siri, call mom. Siri, I'm recording Coldplay. Don't talk for a little bit. Hey, Siri. What's your favorite Coldplay song? I'm happy to go with your opinion on this one. That's nothing. That's just a cop out. What do you think about high speed? I don't know. The problem is, is like when I told Nick when we got into Coldplay, I said, you know, when we started Bare Naked Ladies, we were it was our it was technically my second podcast, but really my first real one, your first real one. And like our first episodes or two were kind of rough, but we really got the hang of it. And I said with Coldplay, it's going to be better because like we know what we're doing. We know our style. We know what we want to yeah. do. So it's going to come we across said that. better. It doesn't really feel like it. <laughs> Now I'm, I'm doing voice text and eating cookies and drinking. <laughs> Usually it's me who like my emails <laughs> dinging off, all of this shit's going on. But I, now I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty self righteous over here. <laughs> we we're here to have fun. We like to have a lot of laughs. Okay, that's that's all we're here for. Um, high speed. Don't care for it as much as a lot of the other songs yeah, on this. I I agree. I feel like. First couple of listens, I feel mm-hmm. like it felt average. Like I, I would never say mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't like this song. Uh-huh. But when when we're preparing for this and I'm yeah. listening to an album 10, 15 times, there are some songs that really just feel like they don't lend themselves to a bunch of listens. 
Sure. And sure. when it's when you just continually beat at it, it feels mm-hmm. like it almost starts to turn negative and it just like Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it really feels like it drags on after that. Right. So I, I don't dislike it, but I the more I've listened to it, I feel like the less I've wanted to. Well, and I think I also think about it in the context of this album where there's so much beautiful stuff on this album that I think this is, in my opinion, just a step below it. And yeah. so like when you compare this to Trouble, when you compare this to Don't Panic or Everything Is Not Lost, you just kind of go, it's just, to me, it's just not as good as that, you know? Like it's just... Agreed. Uh, yeah, it's just not as good, which is fine. Um, and I do think musically it's it's kind of like Spies, but a little bit less good, maybe. I hate saying that. Yeah. Um, but no, lyrically, uh, maybe about yeah. a, a new, maybe codependent there was, relationship. Yeah, like Living in right. a bubble. Don't really care what everyone else thinks. Confidence. Yeah, and it's kind of... Um, the, uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. I think... Um, can anybody stop this thing before my head explodes or my head starts? Like, it's yeah. maybe you realize how fast it's propelling and it's not going somewhere good. You're like, oh, okay, now you know something like that. Um, man, there is this. There is a Will Champion uh, high speed meme I remember seeing years ago, and I think it was like it was something like play high speed shit or ah, oh, I forgot what it was, but it was so funny at the time. I'm trying to find it, um, but hilarious. I can't. Shut up. it's just like i feel like somewhere there's a there, someone said that will loves high speed but the band never plays it and then there was like a meme of him like sitting behind the drums like demanding they play high speed or something like that if you're list, if you're a coldplay fan listening to this and you know what i'm talking about um please share it with okay, us so, because yeah. i i it, coldplay it's gonna, us at gmail did you make send, that send it over i sure did oh perfect good i forgot i realized it as we started like oh i don't know if nick made the email um coldplayrs at gmail.com yeah send me that meme send us that meme sorry because i remember seeing it um ah shoot it's gonna bug me but um uh but yeah it's it's not my favorite coldplay song um it's a good one obviously but um i just i i think there are better there are better songs by them even on this album i guess I feel like it started out as oh that's okay and moved yeah. into eh territory. Yeah, this is the this is the closest I think with this response that I would maybe come to like skipping something. Um, but again, I still think I think it it works well in the context of the album. I just don't think it's up to par with the other songs. Right. And, I I th- um, definitely think it fits. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, let's keep let's keep uh, chugging along. We never change. Make him more friends. Would be easy. Oh, and I don't have a show to say. All right, so we never change. Um, I think this is a really nice one. I, yeah. I, this one feels a lot like Sparks to me, where it's kind of pulled back. It's kind of meandering, acoustic based. Um, some oh, yeah. nice little guitar licks from Johnny. Really slow, um, really beautiful. Yeah. I really uh, I like love... the lyrics. Yes, that's yep. Go for it. Oh, that's oh, yeah. Folds. I mean, yeah. I I like a lot of them. Like, I, I really like the ending to it. I want to live where the sun comes out. Yes, yes. Good ending to the song. Yep. But just the whole thing, it feels. Yeah. It, it feels a little bit defeatist to me sometimes. You know, where it's like, we never change. We never learn to live. Like, you know, yeah. it's kind of that moment of like, this isn't going to get better, which I don't think is always true. And I, you know, I almost feel like. 
new Coldplay wouldn't even feel like that, right? Like you can always come out of it. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, don't I do know if I understand why living in a wooden house makes it easier to make more friends. <laughs> Animals, um, Snow White. You, okay. you th- think of it, Mountain Man Chris out in the out in the cabin in the woods with like butterflies and songbirds and little fawns, you know, little bambies running up He's to just him. <laughs> full psycho and is just talking to butterflies yeah. all day. Yeah. And the other three are like, we got to go get them. Like we got to <laughs> Have I ever done my Beatles impressions for you? Yeah. Okay. They're, they're I can. What's that? I said yeah, they, but I was thinking about they, the time where you went. Uh, russian and i thought you were doing italian oh no no give me a beetle i can do a beetle give me any of them uh what's the guy bono <laughs> hello my name's bono i'm in the beatles <laughs> i play i play bass in the beatles so give me another one give me another one lennon lennon hi my name's john lennon i'm in the beatles <laughs> so i play guitar and piano in the beatles i can do any i could do i'll do guy berryman my name's guy i play bass in coldplay I do. I play music. So, I mean, honestly, it's a skill that yeah. not a lot of other people have. See, that's Hi, my name's Ringo. I, I'm still alive. I want to jump in on that bit, but I refuse to <laughs> because it is it is rough. Bad. Oh, come on. You got to do it. Give, it give, is, a, give no, a George I, Harrison. I cannot. Well, I wouldn't. No. I'll do George. Hi, my name's George Harrison. I'm playing the Beatles. I sing Here Comes the Sun, and here's Paul. Hi, my name's Paul McCartney. I'm in the Beatles. I'm still alive. So, I mean... Yeah. vastly different accents but i can do all of them yeah you, oh my name's chris martin i'm in the beatles really brought each individual to life it was incredible it honestly whenever i do that bit jeanette gets so mad it's my favorite bit to do uh, here she is come here give me a beetle i'll do a beetle no. <laughs> hey jeanette that's how i feel You've been friends with me. Like, you've known me for 20 years. You can't be mad at me now for oh. being like this. Like, <laughs> this is what you get. <laughs> you made it pretty clear. No, um, just defeated. <laughs> like, you, you have to accept it now. Yeah, um, that's okay. Right. I know. We never change. <laughs> exactly. No, I do. You know, like, actually going back to the song, though, there were so many. I think we talked about this before. There were so many times in high school where you kind of go through these phases of like, I don't like me. Like, I wish I was different. And I would internally in my head go like, I'm going to be more this today. I'm going to be quieter today. I'm going to be more mysterious. Like you want, I wanted to be that indie rock kid that was like, Oh man, he's so cool. Right. And so like internally I would decide I'm going to talk less today. And by the end of the day, I was like, nothing was different. Like you, you can't, you can change behaviors and you can change parts of you, but like at your core, you are you. And, yeah. um, and I don't think that's a bad thing to admit. I just think in the context of the song, it does seem pretty, um, defeatist, right? Like, yeah, maybe I would about you, maybe it's about your partner that they won't change. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Good song though. I really like it. All right. So the final, uh, uh, announced track on the album. Everything's not lost. If you think that all is lost I'll be counting up my demons Yeah Open everything's not lost I think this is good. I think it's a good closer for the album. Even though yeah. it's kind of not really. But 
No, I agree. I think this is a beautiful, um, yeah, whether you're looking at this as the closer or the next one, obviously. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's it's really, really nice. Um, I it, it feels more optimistic than the rest of the album is. Um, and I really like that. Like, it feels like, you know, um, it's ending on a, yeah, just an optimistic note, right? Yeah. Like, things can get better. Um, Which is funny. Uh, I agree with that. But it, I agree that it's more positive than the rest of the album. Mm-hmm. But I also found this quote where he was like, everything's not lost is the message of the album. I right. do exactly what the song says. Think everything's terrible. What's the point? And then think the point is that it's not terrible. You've got to right. keep going. And that's the thing is our lives are great. It's funny how he's like, this is the message of the whole album, but we were yeah. both just like, this is kind of the opposite of what the rest of the album feels like. Yeah. And I, and I think it's, I think that's where you go back things, to, but... Oh, exactly. Exactly. It can be both. They're not mutually exclusive. And then when you, when you wrap them back up together into a full album, yeah. you see that you see the dark parts, you see the uplifting parts, but then at the end of it, you say it's life, baby. It's <laughs> that's life and it's worth living. Well, I guess we'll get there. That's what um, people say. And it's, and it, it, you know, everything isn't even with the negative things, the bad parts, it's not lost. It's still worth it. Um, yeah. So no, I'm I I'm a big big yeah. fan of. Some of might this say song. life is for the living. Some might. Uh, I wonder if they have a song about that. I've I, not that I know of. Yeah. Um, maybe. Maybe. Should we go to it? Yeah, you <laughs> got anything else? Shitty bit. <laughs> nah. No, I I think this is one of the standouts on the album for me. I think um, there was there was a bit of a time where um, they would play this live, even in like the I think they did it maybe at Glastonbury during like the Headful of Dreams tour or something. So like. Mm-hmm. More recently, they've kind of taken this out a few times, um, and it's just, it's so beautiful. And I feel like, you know, lyrically, Coldplay has always, they've always done it for me. You know, like, I've heard people kind of compare the the lyrics from this album to Head Full of Dreams or Everyday Life or even, you know, even people like when MX came out, people were saying Coldplay started selling out. I think their lyrics have always been the same level of quality. Like I said, they're they're they are sometimes yeah. a little simple, a little generic in terms of the phrasing, um, but I don't think in a bad way. Like I don't think it's like I love you, things are good. Yeah, but like, the, like that's the whole thing. Phrases. People say like everyone's popular, selling out. Selling out doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole the whole concept the whole of selling is, out is a little bit BS to me. Just because you're doing um, something popular doesn't mean you're selling out. Exactly. Well, and also, isn't that like I, I love this idea? And again, I. I've had bands that I love go directions I don't really care for. And that's that. That's their choice. They can do that. But this whole idea that like a band is supposed to like turn down success to stay true to their roots, right? Like that's just why you would not do that in in that position. No one would. Like your goal is to be a big band a lot of the time. Um, And so that's just that concept of like, oh, they should. Really, guys? Like their lyrics have always been beautiful and powerful. um, And I in, in a simple way, I think. Um, you know, one, one band that I love, that's very yeah, different said from that Coldplay. multiple songs already. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, one of my favorite bands is this band called the mountain goats, which, uh, are vastly different than Coldplay, but lyrically no they're also vastly different. You know, Col- mountain goats is very specific, very specific imagery, feelings, things like mm-hmm. that. Um, Coldplay is a more, some Chris's lyrics are more simplistic, um, overview, but in certain ways, they're that much more powerful for that. They're not generic. They're just simpler. And I think that's really powerful a lot of the time. Yeah, I agree. Were you grinning about something? 
No, I don't think so. It looks like oh, okay. We just brought out the mountain goats to get there's the yeah, there's the tip most, for the I was waiting. Yeah, for <laughs> most episodes we will not get through uh, without talking about the mountain goats yeah. at some point. And by um, most we mean all, but yeah, okay. well we'll see. Every, every, it's kind of like what I was just saying earlier. Every time I'm like I'm not going to talk about mountain goats this time, and then I feel like there's a context where it makes sense, <laughs> and I bring it up, and here we are. Um, so let's so let's keep going then. Let's go to the hidden track. Yeah. <gasps> Life is for living. If I was wrong, and I'm sorry. I don't let it stand in our way. Cause my head just aches when I think of the things that I should. I kind of miss the era of hidden tracks. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I, I was I, thinking about it and I don't, I wonder if really that much has changed. Mm-hmm. Like now, maybe now they're just not hidden. Yeah, but I know what you're there's saying. There's definitely yeah. like not many albums with hidden tracks on it. That's not really a thing anymore. No, it's not. I mean, even with Cold, there, even with Coldplay's more recent stuff, there they don't really have too many. I guess maybe a hidden parts to tracks. I think there's a yeah. couple things like that on on Everyday Life, but it's not a full hidden track. Um, and you know, I think one thing that has become more commercialized is the structure of albums, of singles, and stuff like that. Um, but um, you know, I, I agree. I think it's kind of fun when you think the album's over, you wait a few seconds and there's something else there. Like, yeah. oh, hey, there we go. Um, and this one is like, specifically. Oh, dang, it ends with a seven minute song. Right. <laughs> and then you're like, it's only been four minutes. Yeah. Um, but I I love this, man. This is so, so good. Again, yeah. It, it it's a lot like parachutes to me where it's just like, I want this to be longer. I mean, exactly. how many, how many songs have like a fricking accordion by Coldplay, you know, like <laughs> it's that you don't get that very often. Right. Um, but again, that's kind of the point maybe of these yeah. Of things. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, these lyrics can really summarize a lot of the album. I never meant to do you wrong. That's what I came here to say. Yep. If I was wrong, then I'm sorry. Don't let it stand in our way. Like there's the sparks part there. There's the trouble part there. Um, but life is for living. We all know, and I don't want to live it alone. There's just the, you know, yeah. it is a nice Sing ah uh, oh, sing ah uh, oh, and I and think that sing. says more than anything else. Ah uh, oh. Uh, oh, yeah. I think you know, we could spend a whole episode dissecting the ah uh, ah uh, oh of this song because there's yeah. so much packed Why into not, it. Uh, oh, uh, oh. Or, or oh ah uh, ah, uh. yeah, or like ooh ah uh, ah, uh, like a monkey, you know, <laughs> ooh, uh, uh. but even I just it's a ah uh, oh oh, maybe that's why it's just ah <laughs> uh, uh, oh, um, it's beautiful, beautiful lyrics. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I think this is this a also great fits little... really well with the life or the everything's not lost. Like they go together well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. They do. I think they. I think what I love about both of them is that they can both. Everything's not lost gets really big at the end of it musically. You know, like there's a yep. lot going on. Johnny's guitar didn't haven't talked about that much this album. He's got such a distinct guitar tone, such a distinct playing style. Not necessarily to like like the edge where you're like every time you hear the edge play guitar you're mm-hmm. like I, that's the edge. Uh, I think Johnny's in that arena, but that might also just be because I listen to Coldplay so much that you can just tell how you know his style and stuff. Yeah. But I love the sliding and you know and, then every, and everything's not lost. The round boom boom like yeah. it's just yeah he's he really does well here. Um, so does everybody. Right. But uh, but no, I think individually yeah. both of these pieces feel like a good ending to the album, and then as yeah. a whole combines well i think yeah because i think you have you have situations where sometimes hidden tracks just feel like they're tacked on yeah. to be put there this does not feel like that this feels no it very definitely distinctly feels like a thematic continuation 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They feel like they're two parts to a whole, but they're also their own separate things. So great. Um, yeah, I love it. I think it's a beautiful ending. I think this is, I, like I said, kind of going back to big picture, even though I feel like some of the production could be a little bit dated. And I feel like I hear that on those more ambient pieces like high speed yep. or spies. I still feel like this album stands up well. Like you, you think that oh, yeah. this album's 21 years old now, almost 21 years old. And you go, God, God. doesn't sound like <laughs> it. Right. <laughs> um, so, so overall thoughts, any, any thoughts after going through it again or. No, no. I, I think it's a very solid start to yeah. a long successful career. Yes. Oh yeah. And obviously I, and it is... like, I mean, it went like whatever, nine times platinum in the UK yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's done very well. And I, yeah, I think and it's I, for I good still, reason. It still blows my mind having just done higher power the new single and then you go to parachutes right like it's crazy how much difference it's a bit of a difference yeah and but like i also still firmly believe that like you can trace that that evolution so well through their albums right like it's not like they had this album and then they went to like this pop song like from this to rush of blood to x and y to viva yeah i'm actually like, like just feel that like crazy. no no it's a gradual it's a yeah. gradual movement and i think it's really fun for that so um okay so we'll do uh our major and our minus um do you want to go first or would you like me to go first this time sir starting fresh um we should keep track of this by the way this time we should keep a scoreboard um, um yeah so i can go first i think okay. how how confident do you feel in these choices by the way very unconfident oh okay uh, <laughs> I'm more confident in the minus, which I'm going to guess okay. high speed. Okay. Um, and the major, I'm struggling. I feel like trouble could be it. Spice okay. could be it. You okay. also really liked sparks and we never change. I uh-huh. don't feel like it's going to be yellow. Okay. And pa- don't panic. You also loved. Sure. So, uh, there's half the album. <laughs> <laughs> right. You it know? could be any of these 10 songs. <laughs> I I don't know. I feel like this is more of a shot in the dark, but I'm just going to go shiver. Uh, my minus, you were right. I would say High Speed is my least favorite song. Um, yeah. My major, though, would be Don't Panic. Um, I And I tried yeah. to not play. I think Don't Panic is easily a top 10 Coldplay song, if yeah. not top five. I feel like you try and um, play that more. I've tried. Well, because like if I say that in the thing, it's going to be obvious. If I say this is one of my favorite Coldplay songs ever. You're yeah. going to go, ding, I got that. So I mean, that's true, but that's what I say almost every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think Don't Panic. I mean, that song has meant so much to me um, personally, and I think it's beautiful, and I just think it's hard to beat uh, on this album. Um, for sure. you, uh, I'm also in the same boat. I feel very unsha- I feel on very uh, shaky ground for uh, all of these. I think um, I'm not on solid ground, if you, if you will. For those of you who remember Solid Ground from the Coldplay catalog, um, I think I'm going to say I'm also going to say High Speed is your least favorite song. Sorry, is your minus? Yeah. For your major, I'm I'm in the same boat. I feel like it could be Everything Is Not Lost for you. I feel like it could be Trouble. Um, I could see it being Yellow. I could see it being Yellow. Um, I'm not confident in that. Mm-hmm. I I think uh, I think for Wild Card, I'm going to say Everything Is Not Lost. Uh, trouble as well. Ah, okay. Yeah. What about, um, but yeah, high speed for sure. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, and you so, know, we'll tie ball about, game. 
<laughs> one one um which which really tracked with bnl a lot too where we always get we like one would be really obvious yeah and also we said we were texting earlier this week we don't really we, we talk about the pod obviously but we don't give anything away within text to each yeah. other there's one song that is we both said will be our minus on the next album but we don't know if it's the same one no. like you were like that i think we'll for blood. time but i listened yeah to once and it was like oh that's definitely it a lot of, <laughs> a lot of times they just change wildly within the week absolutely yeah leading no up to i there's recording. there's one on that album that has always been my le- like it's arguably my least favorite coldplay song i don't i don't know if i'd go that far i mean again i haven't thought about that for a while but it was always my least favorite for a long time so i'm very curious to see if it's the same one or um if not so so what okay so before we fully wrap up um why don't we still have more to do i know yeah. We want to hear your guys' thoughts on this. So we're going to be sharing this, these songs on the, this episodes on the subreddit. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to have our social media. We genuinely yeah, love social hearing. social media team will be all over it. <laughs> and by team, I mean JD. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, we, we love hearing the dissent on this sort of stuff, yeah. right? Like I said, we had this with Bare Naked Ladies. We'd post a couple of episodes. Like, how is that your least favorite? And stuff like that. I, I live for that sort of stuff. So... I know, you know, and I was going to say the song that I was talking about earlier that I would have that I said I didn't like and I saw someone love on the subreddit was Spies. Um, Spies for me is definitely my second least favorite song on this album. And in my head at the time, I'm like, this is my least favorite. And then someone was like, Spies is an underrated track. It's such a good Coldplay song. So like we want to have those discussions. We'll be on the subreddit having those. So share your thoughts and stuff, please, because I, I that's one of the things I love about this band is that every song is special to someone. Um, yeah. my favorite could be or your least bands. favorite or all. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> there's probably one band out there that has one song that is no one's favorite. I bet you raising my hand, me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's move on to our rainy day Rex. So like we said, this is a section um, where we just want to share something from our lives that we've enjoyed recently. There's no real limits on it, um, but just something that we something, that we love that we think you might like. Liked. Yeah. And I'm I'm going to use this as a cop out, and then I'll go to the next one. Uh, I would recommend listening to the podcast "Bare Naked Ladies Are Us." Yes. Um, if you <laughs> that is the previous I've heard iteration. Very good things. For, I've heard nothing but good things. No, I, yeah. I you know if you first of all hopefully I've you've heard enjoyed this. Very this. highly highly well rated. Yeah, well we got a four stars from that. What's what's his face? Yeah, Jorky. Jorky, yeah. There's, <laughs> there is a Bare Naked Ladies fan named Jorky who there's two or three other BNL podcasts that they all got one stars and it was sort of like a rite of passage to get a one star review from him. And we got a four star from Jorky. So <laughs> it, like the one star was taken out. He said it was like the best best podcast of all time, four stars. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh. no, it's... Um, if you, I mean, obviously if you, if you feel like you could put up with more of us, I would, I would listen to that, but also, yeah, if you like um, BNL at all, yeah. Or if you feel like you might, you know, there's, yeah. there's not too many commonalities between bare naked ladies and, um, Coldplay, but there are a few. Um, but, uh, but I, yeah, I'd recommend a couple. So now that we've gotten our podcast out of the way, you go ahead and do your actual, uh, rainy day rec. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go another board game this time. Ah, uh the resistance okay is a social deduction board game played is this again the one recently. that we play yeah oh okay cool yeah it's that oh i love yeah. it it's uh i don't know it's more of like a maybe like a party game but mm-hmm. you get a couple people and it's basically like 
a couple people are bad bad guys and no yes. one knows who each other are except for the bad guys so you're just trying right. to with very limited information figure out who's on which team and lying and everything's it's basically on the table. a game of it's, people it's yelling fun. at each other yeah. it's so much yeah and some people hate playing it because they're not good liars and i yeah. totally get that but like i love playing resistance i remember that there's been a couple of times where we played like with my family and stuff where you and i were the two bad guys yeah and like we played it so well and like oh it's so much fun yeah there's a couple yeah. times where you get it and you're like oh this is great this is the team and yes. you do yes. excellent and then the next time this is the team and they're just like yeah. Oh, it's these guys for sure. I have a <laughs> I have a problem where I obviously as you can tell I talk a lot and I have this problem where if I don't talk a lot, I'm suspicious. Exactly. If I talk too much, I'm suspicious. So like yep. if anyone starts pointing the finger at me, I'm most of the time I'm screwed at that point. Um, yeah, same here. I kind of Especially, play that middle ground. Yeah. I talk a lot and it, I feel like a lot of the time since I own it, I'm explaining yeah. the game for the first time to people. Right. And so I'm right. trying to explain tactics and they're like, you're talking a lot. I bet it's you. And I'm like, yes, I'm yep, just they, trying yeah. to bring you up nope. to speed. <laughs> there are so many times where I am one of the good guys. Yeah. And, and it's because there's a game called secret Hitler. That's very similar to this. Yeah, secret Hitler the same sort of... Mafia. If you've ever heard yep, of Mafia those, is the same. Yeah. Um, where I'm, t I'm trying to like, I'm actually a good guy trying to like accuse someone. And they're like, I don't know. You seem pretty suspicious too. I'm like, yeah. no, I'm j I swear to God, I'm not suspicious. So I'm cold yeah. logic here and you're not getting it. Right. <laughs> um, you are going to regret this. Yeah. Yeah. But no, if you like social deduction or any type of that or board games, highly recommended. It. It's very fun. I agree. Yeah. Now, now you made me want to play it again. Um, I'm going to go with a, a video game actually, which I don't normally do uh, called it takes two. Um, it just came out in March, I believe, maybe April. Uh, not to Tango, just it just takes two. Um, it is a co-op game, online or couch co-op, which already it's not is the new fun. version of DDR. It's not. <laughs> it's a double DDR. Yeah, you're both just <laughs> dancing like crazy. No, you know, my wife and I love playing video games, and there's not a lot of great couch co-op games. You know, Overcooked is one of the few. Yeah, um, there's really one seems called like that out. genre is died down in the last couple yes but years. there's one that just came out called it takes two we're not even even a third of the way through and it is so much fun it is a split screen game where basically you play a couple who are trying okay. to who wanted to get a divorce and then their daughter kind of makes a wish and they become these small you know like dolls figurines basically and you have to try to find your way back to being adults again um and it's 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 not a kid's okay. game like it's it's rated t it's you know it's a little there's a little oh, cheesy so at some parts. Game. Yes, it's for it's for thirteen and thirteen to eight to seventeen. But it's it's so <laughs> original and and innovative. And like each person, you know, a lot of co op games nowadays, if they're not full co op, it's like okay, one person's the main character, and the second, like you said with Super Mario Odyssey, right? We're like yeah. one person's Mario, the other's the hat. It's like yeah. all right, that's co op, sure. It's but, like um, sure, this is a couch co op, but basically one person yeah. is completely along for the ride <laughs> right <laughs> whereas this is super each person does their own thing specifically no level is the same like every new area is completely different new tactics like i i and we we've we've played a very little bit of it but it is we've just it's just like pure fun like we're laughing we're yelling at each other like you can dick around a lot like there's a lot of environmental stuff that doesn't add to the game it's just fun um, like there was one part where they had like, and they're like in a shed, right? Any of these little mm -hmm. creatures and there's like a bell, like at a debt, like a ding, 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 ding. Like you're trying to get service at a desk, you know? 
Okay. And I'm trying to like move on and I look back and Jeanette's just bouncing on the bell up and down, making the bell ding. And I'm like, we've got stuff to do. Like, come on. And it's just, and there's one, the new level that we're on, you get like um, uh, items to use. So I, I've got a nail, like mm-hmm. literally a nail that I can throw at things and we can swing off of and whatever. And she's got something, she's got a hammer that she can use, but we only spent the time on that level attacking each other. So she's running around. I'm trying to throw a nail at her and she's trying to dodge and hit me with a hammer. Um, it's unlimited lives, right? So like you fall, you just pop right back up. And tr- so like, it's pretty laid back and it's just so much fun. So um, if you're looking for a good couch co-op game, you know, it is 40 bucks right now in the US, which is a little on the high, but I mean, it's a full game. It's not like a side game or anything like that. So yeah. um, I'd say it takes two is my rainy day wreck. Sounds good to me. I'm a lot of fun. Interested. Yeah. Well, that that brings us uh, to the end of Parachutes, the first album. Mm-hmm. Um, like you probably heard um, on Higher Power, as new music comes out from them, we'll do our fresh takes, fresh hot takes, you know, yep. on the singles um, when the album drops. Seems like the album might not drop till later this year, maybe like in the, in the fall. So we, we might be good timing wise. Um, but uh, the next yeah, full episode is going to be a, a rush of blood to the head. And yep. we're going to be doing every, every, every other week, every other week, every other Monday, you can expect a new episode from us. Um, uh, if you yeah, want to reach out, us? Uh, they're going to find us online. Yep. Um, Coldplay are us on Facebook. Yep. Coldplay are us at gmail.com. That's the one. Um, we will be in the subreddit um, posting and, and commenting um, our subreddit, our usernames. I can't even remember off the top of your head. So we'll have to see those. You'll, yeah, we'll you'll see us and they're posting them. Um, I'm on Instagram at JD Waldy. Um, Nick apparently is on Instagram. He just doesn't know it. Yeah, um, you can follow me. <laughs> yeah. You won't see anything. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, mainly we'll hang out on Reddit. We'll hang out. Um, I, I, I want to try to get back on cold playing again. It's been a couple of years since I've really been in there in the forums. Um, yeah. but, um, but yeah, please share your thoughts with us. You know, I genuinely, we, we like to hear people disagreeing with us or people's thoughts on the episodes or the, yeah. the albums and stuff like that. Any thoughts, um, questions, comments, let us know complaints. Yeah. Complaints. If you, if you have a complaint about one of us, just put in the subject matter for, you know, for Nick's eyes only or for JD's eyes only. Yeah. And we'll make sure the other person does not see it. Um, uh, Scout's honor. <laughs> I'm not a scout, but you know, Scout's honor. Yeah. I'll, I'll do um, my best to just forward those right on to you. Yeah. Just looking. close your blindly yeah. forward those <laughs> so that you don't see it. Uh, well, Hey, thank I'm just you guys. assuming they'll all be about you. <laughs> yeah. Just forward me. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> Under the assumption that they're about me. Um, thank you everyone for listening. If you have listened, we, we appreciate it. We do this because we love it. We love music. We love this band yeah, and we're not doing it for you. Yeah. Let's make that really top. clear. So we should have started with that. We're not doing this for you. Yeah. We're doing this for us, but, um, yeah, share your thoughts. Give us a listen. Thank you so much. And, yeah, um, until next time, have a great life. <laughs>